Hey, welcome to the Maybe You're Like Me podcast with me, Mike Burns. Listen, I know we're all more alike than we care to think. We've all got dreams, we've all got hopes, but sometimes we can feel a little alone trying to navigate in this crazy world we live in. So this podcast is all about you and it's all about me and how maybe we're a little more alike than we care to think. Welcome to Maybe You're Like Me. On today's episode, we talked to my good friend. His name is Greg Francis. Greg is an amazing husband and dad and author and just all around amazing person. You are going to love this conversation. We talk about things from pancakes to the kind of legacy we want to leave. So sit back and enjoy this episode of Maybe You're Like Me. Tonight, we are tonight. That's weird. Is it? I don't know. Is it tonight? I feel like tonight. When okay. are you listening to this? It might be this morning, <laughs> but today I've got a very good friend with me. His name is Greg Francis and Greg Francis is a full-time all-star. I feel like I'm more of a 1099 all-star. Like I give it a little and then I stop and then I really manage my own time of how much of this I'm giving. <laughs> oh man. All right. So Greg, this is the, maybe you're like me podcast. And the whole thing is this, that everybody that you meet all the time, we're all a little more alike than you care to think. So I know we've all got our differences. We've all got our opinions on things and everything in the middle, but maybe you're like me is how maybe we're a little bit more alike than we'd care to think. So yeah. with you, before we even get started, we're going to get some of the big stuff out of the way. <laughs> Everybody you see, you see on the internet or on, if you just see them in the street, you see the, the filtered version that they want you to see. And so let's just get that out of the way. What is the filtered version <laughs> of Greg Francis? The good stuff that I want you to see. Yeah. Like give me the highlight reel. Oh, I make the best pancakes around. Oh, okay. I'm willing to challenge anybody on that. <laughs> uh, but stuff that people probably care about. Um, I wrote a no, book. No, no, no. Back to the pancakes. Okay. Back to the pancakes. Are they thick and fluffy? Are they uh, light and uh, silky? You know what? So here's what's weird. Okay. They're not consistent in that, like, depending on who I'm making them for. This is going to sound weird, but I feel like this it is the pod. It already sounds weird. It's all right. This is the pod to <laughs> unleash this on. Depending on who I'm making them for, they kind of just make themselves. I don't know how to explain it. I haven't gotten any complaints. This is starting to sound like Encanto. I'm just saying it's a gift. Is that your uh, superpower? I didn't want to say anything, but yes. That was a question for later. What's your Encanto superpower? (laughs) We can revisit that. Yeah, we'll get back to it. (laughs) Okay. All right. So outside of pancake making, who are you? Who am I? I am a dad. I have three kids. Okay. I am married. So I'm a husband. That's that's what that makes me. Yeah. He, him. (laughs) (laughs) Good. (laughs) To she, her. Um, I, I wrote a book. Yeah. Um, yeah. I wrote a book. Uh, I think it's a really cool story. Uh, I'm actually writing a few things, which is weird. I think if like 11 year old me could see me now, he'd be like, let's go. <laughs> That's awesome. So if I was just looking through your Instagram feed, what am I going to see? Uh, that uh, is Greg Francis. You're going to see my kids. Yeah. My kids have taken over my identity. Yeah. I'm okay with it though. I feel like it's only weird when you try to fight it. Mm-hmm. I'm 100% okay with the fact that like everyone who calls every update, it's the kids. I'm all right with that because I still have something to do with that. And mm-hmm. so there's still a little bit of me in that. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. I think we're still working it out. We'll see. All right. So let's talk about bro, your first book. Yes. Tell me all about that. How did that get started? Yeah. What started that? Yeah. It's, so I've always loved to write. I've always loved to read. I, it, it was a dream of mine to write. My biggest fear was uh, everyone saying stuff like, what are you going to say? And so 
in 2016, right, my wife and I moved to Lakeland. We meet you and your lovely family and everyone else who's in Lakeland. Yeah. Um, but it also was a year where there was a lot of social unrest. And so like everyone else with an Instagram password, I was like, I got something to say. Um, mm. But I didn't want to just be another person saying something on a platform that was already so inundated with sayings yeah. and just stuff. And so um, I think people like Disney and a lot of other places have figured out that like people love a good story. And oftentimes you look up in the middle of a story and you go, hey, you made me care about something. And so <laughs> I was like, I'm a tear a page out of that book and just tell a story. So bro is just a story about these uh, these two brothers growing up in brothers like related, not brothers like brothers. Hey, you never know. They're also our brothers like brothers. But <laughs> look at you, double entendring. You know, Is that the right word to use? Yeah, double, yeah. it's a, a healthy double entendre. It's a healthy double entendre. Absolutely. <laughs> so it's these two brothers that are growing up in Brooklyn, and they're trying to make sense of the world around them that is changing. And there's this weirdness because, like, there's the Brooklyn they know, and then the Brooklyn that it's becoming. And they find that like they're changing too. So it's really cool. My favorite part of the book is that like I borrowed from a few things and stories of people that I know, but like one of the things that I borrowed most from was my actual relationship with my actual brother. who's like my best friend in the world. That's awesome. So it's a really cool story. I'm in the middle of actually editing it, both just the content and the cover. And I'm going to re-release it. That's awesome. Just because like years go by and you learn some stuff. Yeah, like, man better ways to say things. And so yeah. like, I won't change the heart of it, but there are some things that like in rereading, I realized like, Hey, this could be said a little better or I can broaden this so that more people can understand the message, but it's a cool book. If you haven't, if you don't have it, it's on Amazon. It's called bro, a Brooklyn story and all proceeds go to my kids. So, <laughs> <laughs> so there's that keeping them in pampers because you got, you started with uh, one little girl. Mm -hmm. Her name is Sarah and she is an all star. She's a rock star. I she's love that wild. kid. Yeah. yeah. She's nuts. Yeah. <laughs> I love her to death, but she also is like in love with one of my sons too. Oh, yeah. It's pretty bad. And, uh, my favorite, one of my favorite things in the whole world is seeing her when she sees my son, Will, yeah. she doesn't call him Will. She calls him wheel, wheel <laughs> burns <laughs> who, who apparently is invited to everything. Like, that's great. Sarah's constantly making guest lists for just different life events. It's like good. Christmas. It's good. Easter's real big in her book. I don't know why. <laughs> okay. Most importantly, her birthday. And she's like, Will Burns. We will be there. Oh, well, yeah. He's yeah. the only boy on the list, by the way. Too. Oh. Yeah. The other day, Will, uh, we were in the car driving somewhere and Will, uh, I think Kat asked Will, uh, Will, do you have any girlfriends? And he said he had three girlfriends. Wow. And Kat was immediately angry because she's supposed to be the only woman in his life. Sure. But we asked him, who's your, who's your girlfriends? And Sarah was Sarah's number one. one. Let's so, go. But That's good because like, um, I don't know if she can fight. So like if she's already <laughs> if she's already in the top spot, then she might be OK. Now, listen, we figured it out by girlfriends. He just means friends that are girls friends that are girls. Yeah. But you never know. You never know. Well, Mike, we'll I will not be mad if our families join together by way of your son and my daughter. That would be. That'd be pretty dope. This is sounding a little Game of Thrones-ish, and I don't know if I'm here for it, <laughs> but also I'm here for it. So, all right. So uh, here at Maybe You're Like Me, I like to break things up into a couple rounds. Okay. So we're going to start off with the first date round. Ooh, love this. A long time ago, I had an idea to write a series of books, like pocket-sized books that you'd get at like Urban Outfitters or something, yeah. and they were going to be called My Awkward Guide to Blank. And so I was going to mm -hmm. write one that was My Awkward Guide to Dating, yeah. and I haven't been on a first date in a while. But the whole part of that book that I was going to write, the only thing I could think of to write was that if you were going to uh, go on a first date on that first date, ask the right question. Absolutely. And so what uh, are we? 
I, I keep seeing TikToks of ladies who uh, have been in a committed relationship for 10 years and now they're back in the dating pool and they're like, please don't ask me my favorite color again. <laughs> I don't want to do the preliminary questions again. No. Just, yeah. Yeah. So by the way, what is your favorite color? It's green. Green? Yes. All right. See, we're not alike on that one. I'm no, a blue guy. You're a blue guy. I like yeah, it. I was the Green Ranger, bro. Ooh. I had to be the Green Ranger. All right. We're going to get to some of that Ranger business in a minute. Okay. <laughs> All right. So the first question is this. What is your favorite breakfast cereal? Ooh, this is easy. Cinnamon Toast Crunch. Okay. It, well, <sighs> okay, Mike, you got to know that like we didn't always have money. So there was like this, my favorite cereal that we could afford. And then like when I got my first job at 14, it was like, this is the first thing I went and bought. Oh, yeah. So the first cereal that we could afford, well, this, this kind of sounds weird. Cause like, I guess everyone could afford a certain type of thing, but like when I was able to control what we were buying is what I should say. Deal. So when my mom was in charge, I mm -hmm. loved the, the alphabets, um, okay. a cereal. Yeah. love that. That was really dope. Uh, but then yeah, when I started making my own money, cinnamon toast crunch all the way. That's awesome. Yeah. It got real bad. Like family size boxes. On the <laughs> I'm not ashamed. My wife gets angry when I go to the grocery store because I'm always coming back with a box of cereal. You have to. You can't. You can't stop it. All right. I'm sorry. This is your show. Bring the heat. No, no, now no. it's my show. Oh, let's do Maybe it. Maybe we're not alike. Uh, Ooh. <laughs> Cinnamon Toast Crunch, not mine either. Not your that's thing? okay. That's right. okay. I want to know, do you classify cereal as a type of dessert? Like post dinner, you want a little something, but not mm -hmm. a whole something, but a sweet something. Can cereal take the place of, say, a bowl of ice cream? Do you remember on Sesame Street a few years ago, they got a little bit of heat because they were doing this health conscious thing? Yes. And uh, they told Cookie Monster that cookies are a sometime food. Oh, I signed that petition. I'm kidding. I didn't. <laughs> <laughs> that got real serious. Listen, cookies are, sure, a sometime food. They're a dessert. Sure. Cereal is an anytime oh, yeah. food. Anytime. Any and all the time food. Oh, yeah. If pizza on a bagel... Is pizza anytime? You can eat pizza anytime. Cere cereal is definitely it. Well, dinner's not ready yet. I'll have a bowl and a half. Listen, uh. <laughs> this morning, uh, there was a sweet lady that uh, made breakfast tacos for our entire staff. Oh, my God. And that is my love language. I, breakfast is my favorite meal ever. Breakfast is important. Yeah, but breakfast tacos, especially hers, are so delicious and so fantastic. <sighs> but you know what I did before I came to work? What'd you do? I made myself a bowl of cereal. <laughs> Got to be prepared. Listen, I, I'm a breakfast all the time, everyday person. Yeah. You can't go wrong with some breakfast. It's true. I agree. So cinnamon toast crunch. Yes, sir. All right. Good call. Good call. All right. We'll keep it going from there. Who was your first celebrity crush? Oh, are you going to get yourself in trouble by saying this? No, I, Lib and I have talked through this extensively. Okay. Okay. Does this person have to be an actual person? I'm not trying to turn this podcast into something weird. Um, Is it a cartoon character? Yeah. I'm okay with that. Uh, Max's girlfriend from uh, oh, a, goofy a goofy movie, movie? Roxanne. Lord have mercy, Roxanne. Roxanne. Roxanne just taught me everything I needed to know about like, <laughs> oh, okay, yeah. Like these are feelings. <laughs> yep. Roxanne, you wanted Roxanne. the power line just so you could get just your a girl. Bit. I don't yeah. know how purple looks on me, but I would make it work. Uh, I bet you look great in purple. I appreciate that. Uh, I'm gonna talk to our art department so we can Photoshop <laughs> you in some purple. Yo, I don't imagine have an art cartoon me and cartoon Roxanne. Could you get that on like a PDF? I'm going to get on Fiverr tonight and we're going to make that happen. Please. I'm going to get somebody to do that. True. Yeah. I think like way back. Yeah. That was probably when we're like, oh snap, like a hair flip. Like, what is that? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. That if was I had one. to say mine, I would absolutely go with the pink power ranger, bringing it back oh, to power Kimberly. rangers. Okay. Can I switch my answer? Yeah, sure. Maybe we are alike, Mike. Oh my goodness. <laughs> that was good. Yeah. Pink Ranger for sure. Oh man, I loved that girl. Yeah. What was that about? 
I don't know. She had powers and, and she was pink. She, she, was, <laughs> she did karate and she did gymnastics into our heart. Yeah. The nineties yeah. had a way of making us like fall in love with girls who also could fight really cool. I feel like they were like, what are little boys like? It's like fighting. Yep. Girls. Yep. Let's make a girl fight. And there genius. It is. Yeah. It's true. Way to go, Disney. Way to go. Yeah. Whoever made Power Rangers. Whoever owns them at this point is probably Disney. I'm just happy that your answer wasn't Rita Repulsa, the bad guy from Power Rangers. I mean, <laughs> you say you don't like horns until this is bad. Can we cut that part out? Yeah, we're going to cut that one out. Don't worry about it. All right. So here's one last one in this uh, first date round. Okay. If you could be sponsored by any company, what company is sponsoring you? It would be Apple. That you going the, Apple? That was the easiest thing. But let me say this. I thought you were going to go Nike. Okay. Or maybe some sort of shoe brand. I guess if we're talking like in the athletic realm and like a commercial sure. comes on, Greg, Greg's running and sweating, which no one wants to see, by the way. Yeah, we do. <laughs> um, yeah, Nike for sure. Like yeah. easily. Because like, again, and this would be the same reason for Apple. It's not just because they're cool. It's how they got cool. Right. Mm-hmm. And real quick, I'll just mansplain for 30 seconds. Like Man when up. Nike was the new kid on the block because like Converse had everything on lock. Mm-hmm. They took the kind of like cultural chances and risks in order to become the Nike we know today. And so yeah. like a lot of people don't know that like Michael Jordan and Nike took a chance on each other mm-hmm. uh, because they both were like, they had a lot to prove. Yeah. Uh, and I'm big on like underdog uh, stories. Like I just love that. And so for me, it's like Nike, but like not because of why someone else would choose Nike, but because like they got a really cool origin story. So. And got to cover your feet. This is true. You no are. one wants to see my feet. <laughs> Mike, no one wants to see my feet. Oh, look at us. We're alike again. (laughs) (laughs) Yo, you know what's so crazy? Um, Feet, right? I feel like have this thing where like they have a a reputation for like just being bad. And so like, or specifically as it pertains to men, I just feel like, like men having bad feet is just the way it's supposed to be. I don't know that anyone's supposed to have good feet. I don't know. Do you get pedicures? You can tell us. All right. I've had two in my life. Okay. One was the night before my wedding. Okay. <laughs> for obvious like reasons. <laughs> and the other one was like two or three weeks ago. Really? Yeah. I was celebrating with Liv. We both got like these really cool jobs that we like love. That's awesome. Congratulations. And thank you, sir. And we were like, let's, uh, let's go get pedicures. Let's yeah. go. Let some people touch our feet. Um, <laughs> and when they were done with my pedicure now, like I've never played any sports. I've never been into any crazy accident that would mm-hmm. make my feet look the way they do. Yeah. I think it's just because like their, their feet on a man and like, they just <laughs> spend time in sweaty socks and shoes. <laughs> I don't know. Let's move on. Are, are we ready to define this is it, relationship? Wait, is, do you not like the pedicure action because you are, uh, you're ticklish? Yeah. Be honest, a tickle? Oh, that's real embarrassing. Cause as a 30, <laughs> I think I'm 32. As a 32 year old man, I had to explain to this woman like, hey, uh, can we skip the massage part? <laughs> because I'm probably going to kick you in the face. Like, this is going to be really, really bad. Um, we got through it. Everyone, everyone made it out alive. No one was hurt. <laughs> <laughs> I would feel so bad kicking somebody in the face oh, when they're trying doing? to massage your You can't come ankles. back out. You just, it's like, it's the guy that kicked that lady. <laughs> yeah, somehow everybody knows. Your face is on the wall. Do not let this man in. Don't let this man in. And more, most importantly, don't touch his feet. Ooh, gross. Mm-hmm. All right. So that's our first date round. I love it. So far, would you go on a date with me? I so, would. Well, who paid? Is that a, who paid just now? That, that that's really true. matters. You know what? I'm going to pay. Thank you. I appreciate I, that. I liked you. So. Well, I was only here for the food anyway. Wow. So, oh, man. I'm sorry. Rude. That came out more rude than I wanted it to. Yeah, well. I enjoyed you, Mike. This oh, thank is great. You. <laughs>
<laughs> All right. So if we're going to keep on this like date thing, sure. let's say we're a few months down and uh, this is something that we're going to call the slow round. Ooh, okay. Um, and so these are things, these are a little deeper, a little bit more to maybe who you are yeah. and uh, maybe a little bit more serious. Maybe not. We'll see what happens. Okay. Let's do it. We can be a little silly. <laughs> All right. What's something about you that somebody that follows you on Instagram would not know? Um, that somebody, man. I share a lot on Instagram. Uh, somebody. Oh, I went to South Korea when I was 16. Yeah. You wouldn't know that. No. If you were scrolling my IG. So really quickly, cool story. I'm roaming the halls of high school. In hindsight, I know that it was because I was bored. Like never because <laughs> I was bad. I wasn't that kid. Sure. And so the YMCA in New York sent out these scouts to different inner city high schools to find, I guess, students that they found with potential that maybe needed to be challenged. That's cool. Long story short, this I keep running into this lady who I'm like, you're not a student, but you're not old. So like, who are you? Mm-hmm. And she's like, I'm from the Y. Would you like to go to Hong Kong? And I'm like, 16 year old kid from Brooklyn. I'm like, Hong Kong? What are you talking about? That's not even a real place, lady. So uh, she's like, listen, I want you to write an essay about like what going to Hong Kong would mean to you. And then like, we'll take her from there. And I'm like, take what from where? Whatever. I write this thinking essay. Yeah. She gets back to me. She's like, hey, that actually was an essay for sponsorship someone's willing to cover three quarters of a trip for you to go to Asia. That's amazing. And so like, yeah, uh, when I was 16, I spent the summer in South Korea. Just, uh, it was a trip full of many different experiences. Like we spent some time doing like mission work and then like some community service stuff. We ate a ton of food. Heck yeah. Um, and I would say that like, it w- it probably wasn't the catalyst, but it contributed to like why I'm like, well, I probably made something of myself and like got out of Brooklyn and like went after things. Like that's awesome. At 16, when you see something bigger than where you're from, it just does something to you. I don't care where you're from. It does something to you. And so, yeah, that's something you wouldn't know if you were just scrolling my IG. That's awesome. Unless you saw my Korean tattoo. I legitimately, (laughs) I never put two and two together and I didn't know you'd been to Korea. That's insane. Yes, sir. That's awesome, man. What was your favorite thing you saw over there? If you can remember back that far. Oh my God. Uh, There were so many things. 20 years ago. Everything that okay, you ready for this? Bring the heat. All right, I'm gonna try and make this a 30 second story. Bring the heat. There was a talent show, okay. And so, me and there were 16 of us that went over. So, me and the rest of the teens on my on my trip, we're like, a talent show, Psh, we got this, we're American, right? It's like <laughs> such an American thing to do. A little cocky, a little bit. So, we go up, we do like our little dance that we've been working on for a week, and then like this group of Korean girls go up. There's like eight of them, bruh. Straight out of like a Chris Brown video, just killed us. Like no. completely annihilated us. Every every one of them were completely in sync. They were like their moves were just crazy. Like made us look terrible. And the the worst part about it is like they were super humble. So they were like, "Oh my god, it's so great to meet you!" Like, no, 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 no. What did you just do? What was that? So that was a really cool moment. It was humbling, but it was cool. Like, oh snap! Like, okay, that's insane. How did y'all just do hip hop better than us? All right. <laughs> oh man, I was in the battle of the bands a million years ago. Really? And we came in hot and cocky. Yeah. And we got destroyed. Yeah. <laughs> so, That's usually how it goes. Yeah, it's not not the best. All right. So South Korea, never knew that about you. Yeah. That's fun to learn. And now you know. And and knowing's <laughs> half the battle. Let's go. G.I. Joe. <laughs> Who are we fighting? <laughs> Is it happening right now? I just need to know. It's a mental game. Can I use the bathroom first? Mm. No. Nope. <laughs> All right. What's a dream that you've yet to accomplish? Um, a dream that I've yet to accomplish. Mike, that's hard because um, 
I'm doing a lot. And I'm just kidding. Could you imagine? <laughs> I'm like, Mike, I've done everything I want to do. We just talked about being cocky in South Korea. Yeah. You're going to bring it back. Come on, man. A dream. So like, uh, I would say like writing a book and, and becoming a full-time writer were dreams of mine. And so like being able to say that I've accomplished those would be enough. Mm-hmm. Um, this probably wouldn't be considered a dream to a lot of other people, but I would love to like live in California. Like that's a dream of mine. That's awesome. I have this really weird thing where I feel like, like I've lived there before. Everyone's allowed one weird thing to say. That's going to be my weird thing. Oh, good. I've said eight others, but this is the one I'm claiming. <laughs> Deal. Um, I just like, man, I always feel like I went to Bayside High. I always feel like I knew Moesha. And it's like, Greg, no, you grew up in New York. <laughs> you don't know those things. You know, Master Splinter and the Turtles. You don't know. <laughs> you don't know those people. Uh, and then it didn't help that like growing up in Brooklyn, there's like the whole East Coast, West Coast beef. And I'm just like, yeah, yeah forget the West Coast. But inside I'm like, but man, they got palm trees. And Tupac. And Tupac. What? They got Jeeps that they don't have to cover because it no. never rains. So, and they're just riding around in the desert in yeah, the post-apocalypse. With nice water. Have you seen New York water? Oh. Yeah, it's bad. I've so, been to yeah. Coney Island. Oh, I'm sorry. And it was on the hot dog eating competition day. Okay. So. I'm doubly sorry because that. <laughs> <laughs> that's bad. It was a life dream for me. And I got to that's dope. check that one off the old bucket list. That's really dope. You just got to watch a bunch of grownups. <laughs> it's really gross. Yeah. yeah it's super gross. And it was in the middle of like a weird New York summer heat wave. Oh God. It was in the nineties. And I can't imagine doing that, eating mm-hmm. that many hot dogs mm-hmm. in general, but in the 90 degrees. Could you describe to us the smell? Could you you know, well, what it, the hot dog I, I couldn't smell the hot dogs. I could smell everybody <laughs> Everything else. else. Yeah, for sure. For sure. And New York doesn't have a lot of air conditioning. So we don't get it together. New York. Yeah, Sorry about that. Get them next time. <laughs> All right. This is the last one in our slow round. And okay. so, uh, and this one is, and it's another big one, but what do you want your legacy to be? Oh man, that's a good one. What all my legacy? I, I, you know what I want, or I would want for like, if you ask anyone about like, hey, did you ever know Greg when he was alive? I would hope that they would say like, yeah, he was like a really good time to be around. Yeah. Because like for me, right, I, those are things that I can remember any day. You asked me what I had for lunch last week. I don't know. Sure. A lot of times I don't know my kids' names, stuff like that. <laughs> but uh, I think one feeling that sticks with you is the way that other people make you feel. Yeah. And um, not because like I want bragging rights, like, yeah, I made someone feel great. But like, I just, it's like, we got to be around each other. Right. Yeah. And so I would like to think that like, man, if we got to be close and we got to do life together, like, man, I hope that I like, you know, made you laugh or something like that. And so like, yeah. I guess all in one word would be happiness. Like I would hope that people would say more often than not, like, yeah, I knew Greg. And when I was with him, it was always a good time. I was always happy. Yeah. And from knowing you, I see that. And I see that. Don't, can- d- at- don't you do it. That could be something that's said about you, man. I love getting to be around you, dude. You want some black man tears? Because here they go. Don't put them in the cup. <laughs> that's salt water. That's not good for you. It's better than New York water. Still. <laughs> <laughs> um, Greg, thank you so much for being here. Now, there's one question we're going to ask everybody on this podcast, yeah. and you're uh, the first one here. Let's go. And also, thank you so much for being the very first guest this was easy. on this podcast. This, this was is easy. so much fun. This is first you can't mess up. She's like, what, are, what am I holding a candle oh, to? I could mess this up still. Stop. Not gonna Don't do it. Do it. <laughs> <laughs> um, all right. So we're going to ask uh, every guest one question and I want to ask you, and we're starting with you. Okay. What's something you're learning right now? Wow. I'm learning. And this answer is coming so quick because the, the lesson uh, is, it's so present. It's so right now. That's awesome. Um, which is exactly what you asked, but um <laughs> What I'm learning right now is that it's okay to have good things, even if everyone doesn't have good things. And so I think that I've spent a lot of my life 
either justifying things that have gone wrong or sabotaging things so that they would go wrong hmm. um, because everyone couldn't have that opportunity or that thing or yeah. that moment. And so I've either, I've either gone like, oh, I'll just come back to this. This is no big deal. Or someone would say like, Hey, you wrote a book. That's really great. And I'm like, ah, oh, like it's really nothing. And like what I'm learning to do, right. is find that fine line between like straight up cockiness and like, no, nah, it's okay. Like I did yeah. that. And like, you could too. Mm-hmm. And like, it's okay to have good things. Yeah. And um, I'm going to lay back on the therapy couch at this point and say like, Bring the heat. I'm one of seven. And I think that's where that comes from. Yeah. My mom used to have this saying, I don't agree with it, but like she lived by it and hope it did well by her. But she would always tell people, um, hey, don't give one of my kids things if you don't have enough for all of them. Hmm. And it's like, lady, you got mad kids. <laughs> <laughs> and so <clears throat> more often than not, we just wound up not getting anything cool unless someone ha- could afford six or seven of yeah. anything. Mm-hmm. Um, and so I think I kind of grew up with this mentality of like, you know, either not going after good things mm-hmm. or not receiving or enjoying good things. If I knew that somebody else was without. Yeah. Um, and I think right now, uh, because I have three kids, um, especially like the boys are twins, right? I have twin boys and I'm learning like, Greg, one day Elliot's going to get a cookie and like Carter won't. And that's okay. Yeah. Elliot got a cookie and that's all right. And so yep. for me, I'm even learning like, Hey Greg, that's not too late for you too. Like, yeah. Hey Greg, you got a good thing. And like, maybe don't rub it in someone else's face, but like you can enjoy this thing mm-hmm. and it not mean the end of the world for somebody else. So yeah. Yeah. There's a guy I follow and one of his big statements is do for one what you wish you could do mm-hmm. for everybody. Mm-hmm. And I think that's so important that sometimes we can like extend grace or we could extend um, help to somebody, yeah. even if we can't do it for everybody, if yeah. we could do it for one that's helping change things. And oh, so yeah. that's cool. Imagine we didn't do anything because we couldn't do it for everyone. Yeah. Nothing would get done. Greg, that was so good. Thank you for sharing all that with us. <laughs> and like, I'm just, I'm, I'm so happy that you're here and doing this with us today. I'm glad to now, be here. This now, listen, we, we got kind of serious for a little bit. And so I want to end this on kind of a light note. Okay. And so this podcast is called Maybe You're Like Me. And so right now we are going to find out if we are alike. <laughs> oh God. We're going to play a quick round. Of no. A- of a newlywed style game here. I got you a couple, a couple cards here and a marker. I love this. All right. So round number one, I'm going to hide my cards from you. Please do. Okay. Would you rather Mm -hmm. watch Netflix Mm -hmm. or YouTube? Ooh, this was easy. I hope you know that. I hope you can tell by the stroke of the Sharpie what I'm going to say. Not even slightly. Also, Mm -hmm. God bless you. I have horrible handwriting. Oh, same. All right. Reveal them on three, three, Uh two, one. Oh no! What are we? I'm a I'm a Netflixer. You're a YouTuber. I'm a YouTuber. Who are you watching on the YouTube? Every and every everything and anything. It's, I, it's I all love on how there. you can you literally can just be like, how did I wind up watching like makeup tutorials? Like it's bad. Yeah, but on Netflix, there's people making things out of cake. So. Is it is it cake? Is it YouTube? All right, I'm sorry. <laughs> all right. Whew. The end of a long day. Are you going bath or shower? What would Lindy not make fun of? All right, whatever. I'm me, Mike. Here we go. Three, <laughs> two, one. Oh, Showers. Look at us showering <laughs> together. Nope. Nope. Not mm-hmm. doing that. <laughs> We're not that alike. <laughs> All right. Now, this one is a stretch for me. I'm not a sports guy. Oh, me either. But football or basketball? Mmm. You ready? Yes. All right. Here we go. Three, two, one. 
All right. No. Let me tell you, I already knew your answer would be your answer. Did you? I just feel like your brother is such a huge Cowboys fan that like maybe you're influenced by that. I, I don't know. The only thing I like when I go to a basketball game is the halftime show. That's usually true with, um, I guess with uh, football too. I put football, Greg put basketball, basketball, basketball Way is to easier go, to understand, but it moves so quick. That's so, great too. We get to go home. That's true. <laughs> <laughs> it also does annoy me at the end of a football game when it lasts nine hours for like 30 does, seconds. Yeah. 30 seconds last two hours. It's insane. Yeah. All right. Like we it. got two more here. Uh, okay. We are uh, one out of three right now. <laughs> we are doing terribly. <laughs> We're not doing terribly. We're just being ourselves. We're being All ourselves. Right. Okay. Here we go. We're going cat or dogs. Cat dog. I'm allergic to both, but here we go. Let's go. Dogs. There we, we go. We even both knew that you wouldn't count. We just both kind of. Mm, yeah. Yep. We both chose dog, by the way. All right. We are getting to the summer months. Oof. And what I want to know is where would you rather <laughs> vacation? The beach or the mountains? Oh, this God. is a tough one for me. I don't know. I like them both. I, I hate them both. <laughs> People are gonna be like, that guy's depressed. I just like, whatever. I got my reasons. Mm, all right. So we're doing vacation. Vacation. Yes. Mm, oh, kids now. This is you. It's just me. Just, just you and me. <laughs> we're going it's on vacation together. Are you going? Uh... <laughs> no, no. Sorry. I am really sorry. Did you life house me right bit. then? Just a little bit. A tiny bit. <laughs> we'll have to talk to legal, see if we can play that. So. <laughs> Oh man, oh man, oh man. Beach or are you still deciding to? I've I've written it down. I'm thinking so hard about it because really quickly, there was the me that was like before kids and the me that's after kids that's like, Greg, what do you need? All right. What what we're gonna do is on this one, no matter what your answer was, we both have to say why we chose that one and not the other one. Are you okay with that? Uh oh. He's rethinking things. I don't know if I should have uh, put the stipulations on it. Okay, go for it. I got it and I'm gonna stick to it. All right. Um <laughs> I haven't written anything down yet. I got a dot. So that, what does that dot symbolize though? Oof, it's Somewhere on the earth. You far away. Mm. Come on, Mike. First thing that comes to mind. All right. Three, two, one. Beach. We both put beach. All right. Why'd you put beach and not mountains? Because beaches are in Cali and that's where I want to be. <laughs> <laughs> they have mountains in California too. Dang it. That's true. That state has everything. Yeah, Disney, mountains, a beach. A beach and Tupac. Um, and Tupac. <laughs> oh. Do you think he's still around? That's for the next episode of Maybe You're Like Me. My deal with the beach and the mountains is this. Uh-huh. The beach, I don't like going to the beach uh, like from where we're living here. Okay. Because it's like an hour and a half away. Mm-hmm. You got to get up crazy early yep. and drive. And it, it's just like a hassle. Sure. But if I'm vacationing and I get to stay on the beach and it's like yards away, yeah. I'm here for that. Yeah. I think that's what I thought about too. I thought like resort style beach where mm-hmm. like it's yards away. There's an umbrella and a chair. And if you bring sand back to the room, that's okay. Yeah. So, yeah. The the people that clean up do not like it as much. They don't. But it's better <laughs> for us. The uh, the thing about the mountains too is I'm not a big, I don't know if I want to go out and hike things. Me either. That's also okay. like bears. So no. <laughs> you can't win them all. You Sorry, can't. bears. <clears throat> all right. So guys, thank you so much, Greg. Again, thank you so much for joining us for the very first episode of Maybe You're Like Me. This yeah. has been so incredibly fun. <laughs> And I'm so excited to keep doing this with you guys. Hey, if you are watching or listening, thank you so much for joining us for this episode. Please remember to like and subscribe wherever you're watching. Leave a review. It helps out a ton. And join us on our Instagram at Maybe You're Like Me. And leave a comment of who you'd like to see on a podcast like this. We'll talk to you guys later. Have a good one. 